FCFC. Good people of Los Angeles and rectangular digital screens everywhere. We are here with a very special return of the Mod Pod. The FCFC universe is welcoming in the Heart of LAFC, Somos Podcast, Defenders of the Bank. We got fucking shoulder to shoulder. We got Ryan <laughs> Wallerson of Season Pass, who's also part of FCFC. We got a total of 11 of us here. It's a starting 11 of podcast people. Yeah. Gathered nice. place to be. I am coming to you live from the backyard. There will not be planes and other things because I'm wearing headphones because that's what they tell me I have to do. Guys, a month ago we all got together. Most of us got together. Shout out to, to Jerry for hosting the first ever um, first ever edition of this of this pod mob uh, LAFC pod fam gathering. Uh, we got Joseph Zacker here representing for Heart of LAFC. And, um, you know, we, we all just sort of lamented what it was going to be like to miss just the, the first Cruz Azul game. Now we fast forward a month. Uh, the world seems completely different. And um, I think maybe I'll just I'll just sort of run by how quickly people were arriving here. And we'll start with uh, our guests, uh, the defenders of the bank. I know Philly was was here early rocking his uh, whole city kit. Uh, defenders, uh, like talk to us a little bit about how much, you know, Instant reaction. How much has life changed for you guys um, since since that that recording a month ago? Philly, you go ahead first. I I mean it's it's changed drastically. I it's funny. I never thought of myself as a person who had OCD. Like my mother would slap me going up New York City subway stations and put my hand on the rail. Like I just I was fearless. I never cared. And now. I, I, I think twice about grabbing the bag from the Postmates dude. Like it just, it just those thoughts right there, just they drive me crazy. Uh, the amount of negative news, the amount of like, yeah, we've always had toxicity on social media, but it, it's just such a crazy world. But the difference between now versus back then, I mean, there's some light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, a buddy of ours, Lorenzo, he uh, he text messaged me from Milan. He he went there. He ha happened to catch a flight, and he was telling me that Serie A might get started on May 31st. That there's that possibility. Uh, the Bundesliga is talking about starting up. In fact, Bundesliga one and two clubs are starting to train. So it seems like there's light at the end of the tunnel, at least from a football spectating perspective. And hopefully this thing ends because you know I'm a little shook. My wife works at Cedar Sinai. Um, there, she's going to be in the ICU tomorrow, uh, which scares the shit out of me, to, to be completely honest with you. So there is light at the end of the tunnel, which I will give you with my glass half full perspective. But yeah, man, I mean, I'm sure hypochondria is going to be a bigger thing and more people are going to develop anxiety. And people like me are going to be afraid to shake hands with the Postmates guy or girl. Yeah, you Scar know, Scar pretty much you go for it. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Moving my entire curriculum online in four days was pretty interesting as a teacher. I can tell you that was rough, but it's also been hard because I've got a lot of other teachers that aren't as familiar with a lot of the technological aspects of everything. So helping them move things over, you know, my entire life now being sat at a kitchen table while I teach rather than having all the resources I have at school and everything else. And and again, I teach at a pretty nice school. So we are insulated from a lot of these problems where you've got kids in LAUSD that don't have access to all of these different means of learning and communication where I think back a month ago and we were just settling into what we thought was this kind of temporary reality. And now it's the way life is going to be for the, the next few months, you know, kind of bringing it back to why we're all here. I got to say, it's been really nice to be as distracted by all of the great content that's coming from all the podcasts and from LAFC. You know, it's nice to have that that distraction at the end of the day. But it's, you know, we're all in the upside down right now. And it's, it's a really interesting time. Uh, I like the the positive perspective, but you know it's kind of funny. I'm I'm more on the the doom and gloom side right now, where I'm thinking, all right, July 1st maybe we'll be done with this. Maybe we'll be able to start planning for next summer camp. That I, I run a summer camp, and we've already basically written off anything from June, July, and August in terms of a camp. I mean, the largest facility in our district is currently a homeless shelter right now. It's crazy to think wow. about how many different things have changed over the course of you know just four weeks since we all sat down. But I have to say, it is nice to see all of your beautiful faces again. <laughs> Suck up. <laughs> so we got John and Christian here from Shoulder to Shoulder. Um, guys, you guys are both, I think, on the call with Jerry a little while back. Uh, how, how have things changed in your world um, in this last month? Well, my world has been insanely busy because I'm still working. Um, and the liquor business has been booming. Um, we are up. Uh, you know, two, three times normal business for this time of year. So, um, you know, for anyone who's ever worked retail and worked retail during the holidays, um, that's kind of what this is like. But layer on top of that, all of these layers of, you know, fear and, you know, I mean, the customer interaction is totally different. So, you know, trying to run a team where you're trying to keep, you know, an entire team full of employees, uh, you know, sort of motivated and, and, and trying to do everything you can to make sure that they're safe and protected and, you know, trying to put all these policies and procedures and things in place so that people are safe and you can even go about doing this business and let alone having that business be at a level which is beyond, right? I mean, just, just uh, insanely busy. So my life has been absolutely dominated by work. And then outside of work, I mean, we're all sort of basically in isolation living with, uh, all this craziness around us. Um, you know, this might be a, a bit of a dark day for me for the fifth time I've lost somebody because of this today. So it's just, you know, it's horrible. You know, this is stuff that you don't want anyone to go through. And we're all sort of, uh, you know, suffering in isolation. Uh, even if we're, you know, finding ways to be crazy busy at work, you're still coming home to, you know, all of a sudden this, this grinding halt. So it's, it's a difficult time for sure. But so happy to be here and to be able to, uh, you know, think about something other than than work and crazy zoo owners. So thank you guys for that. <laughs> you love the crazy zoo owners, though. Dude, it's it's I mean, how could you not take your eyes off the train wreck? <laughs> Christian, how you been? Uh, I mean, been maintaining. I think I was a little more paranoid before even this got to the point where things were being canceled. And I it'll be released soon, but our family's growing and we haven't necessarily announced it. We're planning to have it 
happen more like at the bank and see people in person right but um and i was watching and listening to news from abroad and i have family in europe and because of that um i actually had already planned not to go to the cruise Azul game because i was being super anxious about it and just didn't want to put ourselves in that position um but once it became a reality you know here in california nationally for sure um you know it's unfortunate that it's happening this way. Um, I'm glad that the state and the city is adhering and we're, we're, you know, doing as best as we can to flatten the curve. But, you know, to what everyone's saying, like the content, the community, the chats, the FaceTimes, even with family, friends, um, it's been helpful in terms of just staying connected and staying sane. Um, so, you know, I do miss having the guys. I miss seeing you guys in person at the bank, like, watching matches you know that's one of the outlets or some one of the ways we let off steam uh was to watch a beautiful game and enjoy that uh so now it's just you know replays and conversations online and it's okay work-wise similar to jonathan um we're super busy because um we do like employee benefits consulting and a lot of companies are going through a lot of changes so um i'm busier than before and then we had already moved our infrastructure to be able to work seamlessly from anywhere so um, I'm, I'm lucky, right, that I'm able to, to do that. My wife also works at a hospital, but she works on the finance side, so she's able to work from home. So, you know, for us, it's 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 we're fortunate to, to be able to be in a good place. But I know our families are extended families are not necessarily going through the same thing. So, you know, just managing those those kind of things and having those conversations. Knock on wood, family hasn't passed, but we've had some extended friends like one one case there in the ICU so you know it's very real i guess but yeah well uh, welcome to the to the future new member of the fam yeah uh, yeah in advance but uh we also we also got uh ray and julio somos lafc podcast um guys let me know a little bit Uh, you guys i know you were just recording earlier so thanks for taking even more time to record podcasts um Tell me a little bit about how, how your lives have been, what's changed uh, in this last month. Um, well, thank you for having us. You know, it's definitely, it's been, it's been totally different from, uh, from, from last month. I think that when everything started, our biggest concern was us not being able to attend the games, you know, um, that fuck, you know, that the, the Azul game uh, got postponed. And, and right now, honestly, I'm more worried about, you know, family, about, you know, how the, the fact that the virus is getting closer and closer to people that we know, people that we love, and, and that is, is, is fucking real, man. It's real. It's, uh, it's happening, and, um, and I think that sports in general is secondary right now. I think that the most important thing is for us to be able to, to be uh, safe and, uh, and, 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 and be able to socialize again, hopefully sooner rather than later. Yep, yep, it's it's crazy. Uh, on my side, I, I'm still working, you know, taking the precautions that, you know, we need to. I'm driving everywhere, meeting a lot of people, talking to a lot of people, but, hey, just hanging in there. You know, like like Julio says, you know, everybody out there, the, the virus is getting closer and closer to people that we really love, and, and we keep on sending the message out that, you know, Stay the fuck home, you know. It's like if you don't need to go out, please don't go out. You know, we don't want you to be the one person that isn't gonna be there when we come back. 
And um, rather than that, try to stay positive, you know, keep, keeping the kids busy. It's, it's crazy with the kids at home. Like, this little one is bringing me all these bottles. I don't want to drink. <laughs> she just keeps on bringing me the bottles. But, hey, hey you know, it's, uh, it's part of the game. I love that. Uh, we also got Joseph Zacher, as I said, from uh, Heart of LAFC. Jerry couldn't join us tonight, but Joe, uh, how has everything been in your world, and what can you tell us of, of how things are going with Jerry? It's chaos, I'll be honest. Um, organized chaos, I guess you could say. So for Jerry and I, it's kind of an interesting situation because for me, my company kind of took an early hit. They figured it was going to get bad, and they kind of jumped on it. So I went from being an independent study school teacher where I'm pretty much counselor and tutor for these kids to now being their online facilitator and teaching kids how to actually use computers from distance, how to get it online and actually get them connections, get them computers. Cause I, I work with low income students, so they don't even have Wi-Fi at home. They don't have internet. So we have to find internet for them. And so it's been three weeks, three weeks of trying to get every student dialed in and going. So it's kind of like this mad dash, but at the same time you still have to maintain social distance go in and out of a center that you're not supposed to even be in, right? Our facilities shut down, but we go in for distribution. So it's kind of sketch. Um, hard, but we got to do what we got to do. Um, at the same time, Jerry, right when this kicked off, he switched jobs. And now is working for a new company, and they're slammed. Um, because if there's a toilet paper rush and people at home all the time, well, they're using their facilities a whole lot more. So, yeah, he's slammed. So we don't, I don't hear from Jerry too much right now. I just know that he's okay and he's working. Um, so a little bit of contact and that's it. For me, it's the same thing. I think a lot of people are used to seeing me around, even posting on social media. I'm not, you know, it's just, it's taking care of family, making sure people are safe, taking care of students who I think of as my kids as well and, and making sure they're okay because um, the teachers in this room can tell you, um, we know that for a lot of them, home isn't sanctuary either. So we have to deal with that as well. Um, so it's hard. It's hard times. Um, and like you guys mentioned, yeah, we were talking about the loss of football, right? Football was our mindset. I think that's the back end now. Now is how can we use football to help people in real world situations? And so you see the club strategizing, you see us strategizing. We're here now talking about it. Um, what can we do to help our community? Because obviously community is what matters most at this point and keeping people safe. If it's messaging, if it's helping those who are already affected, we got to do it. You know, that's that's our purpose at this point is helping others. Well, let me raise a toast real quick to to not only all the educators, people helping with transportation. We got people on this call that are, are part of all that, but also to the pod father, Jerry, who couldn't be with us tonight. I know he, he you know, would like to be, but he's out there being one of those essential workers that that we all need. So shout out to Jerry, the, the one who kind of led the charge on this LAFC podcast front. Let's, let's do a quick cheers to him. And uh, and Mr. Wallerson, uh, Ryan's here. He wasn't on the first podcast, but as uh, the, the headier listeners know, he and I record a podcast called Season Pass. Uh, Ryan's a very experienced journalist, made a great piece um, about the trip to Lyon for KCRW. And uh, I've talked to him a couple times, but Ryan, do you want to you wanna let the, the pod fam know sort of how you've been and what you've been up to? Because you, you've been working doing the news, the news stuff still. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm here at work right now, actually. I've taken a moment to steal myself to be on the pod, evening all. And um, 
you know, I work at TuneIn Studios, basically cloning MSNBC's uh, stream, their coverage onto our app, but doing so sans commercials. So where the commercials play, I play more news. Uh, it's overnight right now on the East Coast, and so I've got a replay that I built going, uh, which allows me to get freed up for this. And honestly, my company has facilitated how we're going to be working remotely, and the guy at the very top just kind of not really feeling the impact of the people below him has decided that we can be, we should be in in the studio on site for one more week to make sure that it works you know, P's crossed and I's dotted. And under normal circumstances, I understand his thinking. But in this context, where every time you leave the house, you're taking a calculated risk, I'm, you know, I, let's just say I'm not the most appreciative uh, tune-in worker for the decision made. But, um, you know, it's uh, driving here. I'm here with one other person, and we've agreed amicably to, you know, occupy separate rooms to keep our... Uh, risk of exposure at absolute minimum. And I'm hoping this time next week I'll be executing my shifts from home. But for now, uh, that's my situation, um, you know, for better or worse. But really, my mind and my heart isn't even with my own situation. It's all on the East Coast because I'm from New York, as, as listeners will know. And uh, I have a lot of family in the, you know, on the healthcare front, a lot of nurses, a lot of doctors, a lot, a lot of healthcare workers, ambulance drivers, ambulatory center, uh, orthopedic surgeons, that being my father. And, you know, I have examples of those that are furloughed and safely at home and others who spend every day in the emergency room. Uh, I know people who have died. I know people who are sick. Um, you know, the numbers coming out of New York are just absolutely staggering. And, uh, you know, it definitely makes the mind heavy on nights like this, especially when I'm at work and I have it like right in front of my face. But, um, as many have said before, that it's nice to be able to take this reprieve and just get on with you gents and, you know, kind of just share each other's experiences and share each other's pain right now. Because, you know, that's the only way we're going to get through this. Like, it does hurt, for sure. I think that calls for a little toast to New York and toast to, toast to areas that have been hit harder thus far than, than Southern California. Ryan, thank you for, for being with us tonight. Gosh, I didn't know this pod was a drinking game. Uh, it's a drinking <laughs> game. It's always a drinking game. Um, Josh and Slim, my, my, my beloved co-host here, I've been in touch with them often. We recorded our first remote podcast last week and, uh, you know, we got, we got plenty of, plenty of talk on there about how our lives have been, but, but maybe, yeah, Josh, why don't you tell, tell the people what's been, what's been the haps in your world? Yeah, man. Um, just really thankful for y'all. I think that's um, the first thing I'm getting from this is just like being able to like listen to everybody and just kind of catch me up on their lives right now. I think it's this can be as crushing and lonely and terrifying if you are alone. And I don't feel like that, you know, because we are all in love with this one thing and we, we all contribute and we all talk to one another. Um, I've really felt, um, you know, a, a light of hope on stuff, which is like, you know, we had, I shared this with Dweez and Slim, and um, we had one of our Tiger members, Kevin, his father passed away right before the quarantine happened. And um, just, you know, he had been dealing with a, a bad cancer diagnosis for a long time, but um, it just happened to, to come at the worst, you know, the worst time where he passed. And to see, like, 
really the LAFC community come around, um, not only Kevin, but TSG and other supporter groups as um, as a whole, really showed me you know, the power of the things that we built together. I think these times really let us know that, um, you know, that what we value most. And I'm, I'm glad that while we were met through sports together and through football together, like we, you know, we've grown, we've grown beyond that. And um, I love what you said, man. I love what just what you said about using this, you know, platform or using this game to help the communities that we, we, we are living in. And I think that's exactly what this is about. So thankful for you guys. Like, you know, I was let go a month ago, I'd say, you know, from, from the kind of uh, freelance life of writing because of this, but you know, I'm safe at home. I'm learning, I'm learning how to try to cook and survive for myself out here, you know, so that's been a journey. But um, yeah, other than that, man, it's cool, man. I'm thankful because, you know, my, my parents are in New Jersey right now on the East Coast, and both of them were essential workers. My dad was at Home Depot. My mom worked at a bank. Um, they were both um, now working from home somehow, and Home Depot gave a, a couple of weeks sick leave to my to my dad um, who needed it. So, no, I'm grateful that the people that um, the closest to me are, are, are safer at home right now. So, yeah, thankful for y'all. One crazy thing I was thinking about the other day was like, we brought up Cruz Azul. Like literally, I remember all of us talking on the group chat prior to the night before, and like I was like fifty fifty, like we're gonna go, you know, we're gonna go. I was like, ready to take friends and shit, and it's nuts, man. If the NBA and Rudy Gobert, that's that French center, didn't officially catch coronavirus, like I think we might have played that game, y'all. And it could have been as fucking bad as what Atalanta was in 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 Italy with the Champions League. And so I'm just thinking about the 24-hour lead-up to, you know, having 22,000 people at the bank, especially even fans traveling from Mexico to be up here and watch the game and be like, we might have really avoided, like, a major, you know, windfall from, from that game. And so I'm even looking back at that and being like, geez, like, how close that was to being, you know, a 50-50 call. And so I'm thankful, I guess, for that. It's a weird factoid, I think, for us who are so involved with the club. But, um, yeah, it just, just makes you really think, huh? Even more so – on top of the first leg, I think up until Rudy decided to rub up on those microphones, a lot of us were also heavily contemplating copying those tickets to head down for the second. But I know I was yeah. I was pretty heavily in until, you know, the possibility was just, you know, snatched. And then I was like, all right, well, I guess not. So I, I think it's twofold, I think. Yeah. Well, let's talk. Let's talk. We'll talk more about what our lives are like sans sports here in a second. But Slim, I don't want to forget the boy Slimothy. Why don't you uh, fill everybody in on what's what's been the haps uh, in your world? Um, I mean, not much has changed. Just just staying bunkered down. Um, you know, it's just it's just the little things that that stack up and whatever. Like not being able to go visit family and whatnot. Uh, my grandma just got diagnosed with like some early onset dementia, and I, I can't really go see her right now. So you know, just kind of you know, you just kind of got to. Tough it, tough it out, uh, bunker down, um, and I know you know. There's not much else we could do. Our, our hands are kind of tied. We just gotta kind of stay communicating with each other, send positive vibes, and it's always great knowing that like we somehow came across this community of people where, whenever stuff's going wrong, like you, you we can lean on each other, and I'm I'm always grateful for that. No doubt. What did you say, Ray? I said I love that mustache. I know it's kind of <laughs> creepy looking. <laughs> I'm getting real lethargic about it. All right, give it time. Give it time. <laughs> well, so I I, sh I should also say that some of the cactus it, juice. 
<laughs> Get some of the cactus juice right there, baby. It's this little, this little gap makes it hella creepy, man. I don't know. <laughs> if, hey, if hey Dweez, Dweez, you've yeah. gone around and asked everybody how their lives are different and what's been going on. What about you, man? Yes. Oh, as someone who works from home as a writer in his little bunker all the time, my life has changed very little. <laughs> um, I, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I, I think like later on, I, I want to talk about some actually Philly brought up on the first call, like, uh, you know, new things we've discovered or things we've learned, this opportunity to sort of like, you know, venture into some certain interests and I'll, and I'll fill you guys in on what, I, what I've uh, decided to do here. But um, no, for the most part, look, like, I am bad at the internet. I, I find it amazing that I've put this together and we're all on Skype here magically. <laughs> but I've this whole like Instagram live thing and like being able to watch the RZA and DJ Premier battle and like I, I've been I've been finding these like glory moments of the internet that I never thought possible because of the lack of going outside. For me, leaving the house means leaving work. Um, where it's for most people it's the opposite. Um, so now it's like I'm always at in work which you know i'm very busy you would be surprised about how many people want to just write books because everyone's slammed home right now um so you know i i'm as busy as i've been you know probably ever um but and, and i'm very grateful for that but uh but yeah i i think seeing the ways that the internet has opened up new avenues of things to do of of you know, content that LAFC has been putting on. I know before this, a lot of us were playing trivia. Scarf was given Richard a run for his money, um, <laughs> aka the the computer, giving the computer a run for his money. Right. Uh, and uh, you know, like it's cool to see how Remy Martin and EMLS, and you know, I know you guys, you know, covered one of the games and kind of reviewed what what the gameplay was like. And for all the FIFA players out there, I'm sure that there's like a lot of cross pollination and. And seeing Max announce the games is pretty cool, although he still has not uh, given himself a beer shower, a shoey, or basically anything else we all want to see. Um, but yeah, maybe that's a, you know, normally on our podcast, if, if I would have had this my way, you guys would all be here in the backyard with me right now. The conversation would be loose and free flowing and we wouldn't, you know, be talking too much about the, spe the specifics of the sport and just you know, about each other's lives and, and, and what, what we're up to. But maybe the, the topic for tonight as you know, and if you guys need to leave and go to the bathroom, please roam accordingly. We're going to be editing this. This isn't live. Um, like maybe the topic to talk about is like, yeah, what, what in what ways have you been quenching your sports thirst? And has it, you know, has it been working when you've tried? And and what's that? As so many of us love love the game and love other games, uh, what's it been like? I'll just like leave it open to people who want to talk. I don't know. Maybe put your hand up if it starts getting too crazy. But uh, I think we should be good. Yeah, let me just throw something out there real quick. I have found it impossible. Uh, I'm going to be totally honest. I've tried to delve all the way into the Twitch and LAFC gaming and watching ESPN Classic and all the other stuff. But man, it just, it's not doing it for me. Even the prospect of the NFL draft in a couple of, like a week or so, I, I'm just, I'm still finding it so hard to fill that void personally. And I mean, I've got so much cool content. We all have so much cool content coming from LAFC. It's even to watch us out earn for charity. Carson 
was it $5,200 to $200? It was an absolute joke. Like there were so many great reasons to be behind that. And we won. Uh, I've gotten excited for one or two moments, but it's been so hard to fill that void of sports for me, for sure. Luckily, you know, we just talked about it work being crazy. Like I've been able to delve into that, but I miss it, man. I miss it more than anything. And it's been a weird void that I didn't think I had to fill as deeply, but it is empty right now. I don't know how else to describe it other than like when you break up with a girl, like you don't want to go look at a bunch of photos of the two of you together. So I've had to kind of <laughs> step away from the whole sporting world in general, because if I go back and I watch a classic game or I dive into a show and I just it bums me out that I'm missing the North End and the bank and the tailgate and opening day at Dodger Stadium and even outside of the LAFC world, the other sports that were going on and all the things I was looking forward to, trashing on Houston fans uh, this whole season with trash cans banging. I mean, there was so much I was looking forward to this summer at the bank and at the ravine. And, you know, to dive into anything else sporting just kind of brings up how bummed I am to not be involved in this. So I've had to dive into other stuff to kind of keep my mind at bay. Yeah, for me, it's it's been a little bizarre. Like the first few weeks of this madness, I was actually searching out random sports around the world that were still going on um, just to get my fix. You know, so Australian soccer, thanks to LAFC Australia. Bam. Love you, man. Uh, he had me watching second division Australian football um, <laughs> middle of the night just to get some games in. You know, just I got to watch something um, to the point where it's like there's nothing now. So, yeah, I've been watching old World Cup matches, like old school stuff. But, again, it ain't there because we're not together, right? Football, for me, has always been a community thing. Julio could probably say the same thing. It's more than just the ball rolling, you know? And so if there's no passion in the stands, I kind of lose it in the game, too. Like, I just need it. I need it. So I think for many of us, um, I think eating stuff you're not supposed to, that's kind of kicked in. And uh, playing video games, which at my age is weird. I'll be honest. So uh, doing a lot of that. And, um, of course, the most important thing is my kids get to see me every day at lunchtime after work. So I get a lot more time with them. So I get to teach them the game a little more now and, and play with them a little more. And so I think that's the change for me is family life, domestic life. And football, I get it when I can, but it ain't live. So not the same thing. Wallerson, I want to hear from you specifically on this because you are more – there are sports that runs through your veins constantly. That's all it is with you is sports. And, um, yeah, like what's it, what's it been like to just not ever be able to just like check a score, to like, you know, to, to, look, to look up some stats, to, to talk to me about RBI percentage that I don't care about? Um, what, how's that been? You're just listening and you don't have video. Like he already looks defeated while – trying to process how to answer this question. It's rough, man. <laughs> it's like in the moments where I'm able to like steal my mind away from like the actual important things. It's like, you know, yeah, you're right. Sports is the first place that it goes. Like, all right, we're done thinking about the serious and the heavy. Who won? Who's losing? What's the score? What's the ending? What's the situation? And there's nothing. Um, I, I was also hanging on to whatever sports I could find around the world from League Amex to cricket to rugby. And then those all fell by the wayside. And then I just found, my, I, I bought 2K20, which I didn't have before. 
and I'm running a, I'm running a uh, season with the Knicks. I bought the show. I'm doing the same with the Yankees. Uh-huh. As, as soon as I as soon as I lose the perfect game, I start hitting Astros. So that's enjoyable. But <laughs> like me, me and Spice were supposed to head out to Anaheim to like open the real season, and like you know, I was already coming up with nicknames for these fools, man. Like I was gonna lose my voice. It was gonna be amazing. Like Mexico City it's on my bucket list, and we were this close. <laughs> The my Olympic itinerary, which I've literally had sitting in my uh, my Delta desired flights thing for months. I was just waiting for my taxes to come in. Like I went and deleted it the other day and it like brought me physical pain. It just it sucks because like the sports that I want to watch now, the ones I was looking forward to, nothing fills the void. So what I've been doing is really just like finding things completely outside of sports to to delve into. As I mentioned on the pod that we did the other night, I've been writing a lot more. Um, I grab a book and I read a lot more. I'm getting amazing amounts of sleep. Uh, but you know, it's a, it's what's the best way to put it. Life right now is like a light, like, you know, you have light versions of apps, the unpaid versions. It's like, I'm alive and I'm healthy and I'm thankful. <laughs> But I'm also stuck in my house and there's no sports and I'm not going anywhere for the foreseeable future. So like, really, what's the point? Like, my mind goes back and forth between those two places. So we're, we're, we're all living the unpaid version of the app, basically, the app that is life. Yeah, we, this, is, this, is, this is the light version of life. Most of it, the, the good stuff has been robbed from us right now. This is ad-supported. So does anyone else have any uh, any specific insights into where they've been able to find a sense of competition, a sense of of those those rushes that sports give you in any other facet of your of your daily life, or is it a lost cause and you're better off not even pursuing that? Well, I mean, who's got a PlayStation Four and FIFA? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to add to the sadness of this. Um, you know, it's, it's <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get to the happiness later. We'll get to the happiness later. Now's the sadness. Yeah, let's hit the sadness. Let's hit, I'm going to scrape the barrel. I want to scrape the barrel here. Come on. Seriously, man. Like, not, not just a professional sport, no, but, but at the end of the day, like, uh, you know, believe it or not, I, I still have my Sunday league team that, that I play in when I can. And, and not only that, you know, seeing my kids desperate, like, going from uh, being uh, literally every day, uh, Monday through Thursday, and uh, soccer practices, and, and Saturday all day long in the park, you know, just enjoying some football. And from going to that to nothing, you know, it's, it's very tough, not just for me, but for them too, you know. The, the football in their house is a religion. It's, it's, it's more than just a sport, like Joseph said. And it's about community, et cetera, et cetera. So it's been, it's been very, very, very tough, not just for me, but, but for my kids too. Um, it's something that, man, I want this shit to be over. <laughs> yeah, it really fucking sucks. We wanted to celebrate Hula's birthday. But we can't even get together. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, man. I feel bad for all these birthdays, man. It's just like shit. Especially like milestones. Like anyone that like turned 21, 18, like, like a big 3050, like damn. They had or plans. 40. Oh, we are at our last hours of me being in the 30s. Uh, tomorrow is my 40th birthday. 
And oh, wow. I, well, see, that's yeah, a milestone. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I mean. Yeah, so, so trust me, it's, it's hard. Like, I always, it's so funny because my wife's I'm like, you're crazy, man. I always celebrate my birthday. I don't give a shit what, you know, I, and, and obviously <laughs> for my 40th birthday, I, I wanted to, I wanted to throw, uh, you know, a decent party, you know, just, I mean, it's four decades. It's only once in a lifetime, I guess. <laughs> but, you know, it sucks that I'm not going to be able to, but, you know, at the end of the day, as long as my kids are healthy, my wife and, and my family in general, um, you know, th that's all I can ask for. And, and I know that, that, you know, I'm going to get to celebrate uh, on, a, on, a, on a big party with everybody. So, so you know, it is what it is. Well, you know what? Now you got that free pass to do it real big for 41. And, like, no one will ask any questions. <laughs> Going back to what Julio said, uh, ever since I can remember, it's the same thing. Like, we play... I've been playing since I was like five, basically, and I had I was playing on two teams. I was running one team, and I can't do that. I can hang out with friends, and I will say I've watched games, but only games that I know I couldn't go to. Like watching LAFC content or game stuff is hard, because you know that was more tangible. Watching old like United games or FIFA World Cup games um, helps, but I can only watch it for like 10, 15 minutes. And then I'm like, oh, I already know what happens. <laughs> and I kind of move away from it. So, you know, in January, we did move into a new house. So that's been keeping me busy. And I never thought I'd become handy, but I'm kind of being forced to. <laughs> um, so, you know, and just planning for the future in general. Uh, but, you know, just reading more and then listening to even more po obscure podcasts about, you know, trying to be more worldly some other, like some of the guys yeah. on, on here. Let's get obscure. Uh, this is the time. This is the era to get obscure right now, guys. Let's fucking dive down the rabbit holes. Before I, before we dive, because all I want to do is dive. I am gonna ask this one question, and you know we don't have to make predictions here. But are people here prepared for the reality that we just might not get any sports of any kind in person until next year? Is that something that you guys have like tried to wrap your head around, or is that something you prefer not to think about? I don't believe it'll happen. I mean, it, it's in terms of being in the stadium with everybody, yeah, that's a little doubtful. But in terms of, like, sports not happening, period, I, oh. I, don't, I don't think that's going to be the case. Whether it's going to be domestic or international, we're going to have some form of something to watch. Um, yeah, it, it guts me. I, I love the club, and they, they keep saying that they're preparing for a full season, and I know I've got a big season ticket payment that's going to come out on the 16th. Uh, I, I guess... I'm just the eternal optimist. I just know something's going to come. There's always going to be light at the end of the tunnel. It's always dark before it's light. I I mean, this is just what it does. I mean, I, I manage people's money, for Christ's sakes. I, I live in a world of up and downs. And I prefer to keep most of my time uh, on the up, on the up right. and up always. And if Italy can find some form of light, if, if Europe can find some form of light, I mean, again, you ask me whether I want to be gloom and doom or whether I want to be positive, I'm going to be positive always. And I, I do think we're going to have sports, an abbreviated version of it, maybe not in the stands, but we're going to have sports. We have plenty of time. If anything, the only sport that's going to have a, a full season potentially at this point could be the NFL. Um, and I'm the one who probably shouldn't want that because I'm a Jets fan and I haven't had any joy in any of that for a long time. Hey, hey, come on now. <laughs> Sam Darnold is looking real good so far. Um, my, 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 my friend, you know the last time what happened when we relied on a UFC quarterback, it wasn't very I do. pretty later on. I do. You got two AFC championships, but you also got a butt fumble. 
I mean, I think a positive and a negative mathematically scarf, you're the teacher as a what? That's a push. Fair enough. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I was on mute. That's a negative, that's for sure, depending on how big your negative is. Hey, I do want to mention one little thing, a positive real quick, though. I have kind of found some cool content that I didn't know was out there, like with, uh, with LAFC, for example. Being able to find the Sacramento Republic preseason game, the last preseason game from 2018, I just found that on the internet, and I wasn't able to go up to Papa Murphy Stadium that year. So I actually sat down, and I watched it twice. I just wanted to see what happened, and I, I got to kind of enjoy that. So I know I was the one that kicked off the whole doom and gloom thing, but it was kind of neat just recently to find that on, uh, on YouTube and be able to watch a whole match that I wasn't there for. So that was kind of cool. Now, I go back and forth with when and whether we'll get sports back and what form it takes when we do. I think we're definitely in for you know, a major disruption. And when I was on the call with Bob today, and it sounds the ideas that are being kicked around are like pretty crazy. Shortened season into playoffs, uh, just kind of like a single entity tournament, depending on how much of the season is lost to this. And you know, Bob's of the mind that whatever whatever form it takes, we'll be happy to participate after spending so much time indoors. And I agree with that, but. When you think about what we were gearing up for, when we were thinking about how much football there was to be played for LAFC throughout 2020, eh, it's it's a blow. It's I I think for me, knowing that the, there's going to be a hole blown in the campaign, the MLS campaign, just the fact that they were doing, they were the only team that hadn't played their Concacaf quarterfinal tie, like that's the thing that I think about most in terms of like what what's the fate of that going to be? Because you know they're in MLS, they're they're. Every, every next season is coming as long as the world continues to spin. But CONCACAF isn't promised. So yeah. you know, that, that that's an opportunity. That's a time and a place and an opportunity. So that, that's been on my mind when I think about the things that I miss most about LAFC season. So I choose to remain optimistic that, that, that at the very least, that won't be lost. Josh Bice, you, you recently asked Edgar to give you that football without fans is nothing thing. And if, if, you know, you know, the sports or the MLS season returns this year, but without fans, like, and you can, I can open this up to like Julio and, and, and Ray too, people who love, you know, that sensation of being in the stadium and cheering, like how, how is it going to be to, to have sports back, but just, just on the TV? Like, is that going to be, is that going to be, is it going to be nothing or is it going to be something? I mean, I'd, I'd love to hear from Julio and Ray on this. For, for me, it's like, I will take whatever, you know. And I think the eSports stuff is, uh, like, even with uh, the Remy Martin LAFC gaming stuff, like, I still find myself getting out of my, uh, getting off the couch and cheering, you know. It's like, it's, I, I get excited. If I squint hard enough, I'm like, I'm, I think I'm watching it live, you know. So, I think uh, I'm enjoying that part of it. So, if I'm seeing you know, Bella drift to the left again or seeing a twist to break up a tackle like in real life, real time, like that's a blessing on this year, man. I swear. So I'll enjoy myself. I definitely want to hear from No pun intended. Hey. Uh, yeah, de definitely. You know, like you said, uh, football without fans is nothing, but literally football without fans is nothing. Like we have to stay home. And if that, if it comes down to that, uh, they, they play in the closing doors. Um, you know, that that's, it is what it is. And, and I, I don't like, Someone was mentioning about, about, can you imagine if we would have played that game versus Cruz Azul? How many more of the people that we love will be, you know, probably infected with the virus? And, and, and to me right now, it goes back to that. I, I keep mentioning this in, in, in my podcast and, and, and through different conversations. 
you know, every single time the gods of football or football will save us, you know, what, on anything going around the world. If, if, if it was a war and there were two teams that hate each other, they would play a match, and for those 90 minutes, they would go in peace. And, and now, with, with this happening, not even football can save us. So is that serious that, that you know, having the games being closed door, it, it will be, like, so valuable? Like, uh, it's, it's, I, I wouldn't see, as long as we're safe and we're healthy and everybody is, is, is not putting their life at risk, um, I'm totally down for that. And, I'm, and, and I think that's what's going to happen eventually. And I think that's the safest way to go until we find, you know, uh, something to kill this monster, period. Yeah. The way I look at it is that we waited three years for LAFC when it was announced. You know, we had two seasons. Hey, even if we have to wait two seasons and it's not normal, I think those of us who waited, we could wait again if we need to, right? We're all going to come back with the same enthusiasm when we finally do get to go back proper. Um, so, yeah, okay. Well, that's, that's all the sports talk for today, guys. I want to get weird with you. Uh, this would usually be where we'd be doing the tea time with Dweez. Um, Philly, like, you, you really brought up this whole concept of being able to learn and do new things during, uh, during this time and using the opportunity to do something. Like, what, what have you been doing? And, and guys, feel free to chime in. Like, what, what have you discovered? What have you done? What is, what's, what's been new in this, in this cage that we're in that is our own homes? I'm never the kind of guy who can get bored. I don't believe in being bored because there's always something fun to do, something fun to learn. I, I, love, I love sports, and that's a massive void in my life, but I love music too. I picked up my guitar, something I haven't done in a long time. I was in a rock band for years as a career. That's what I did. Unfortunately, I didn't make it. That's why I sold out and wore a suit. But going back to playing an instrument was something uh, I started picking up on. I've been reading a lot more, which you know, I, I find to be important. Um, I spend so much time watching TV on the weekends that I, I need to read during the day. So I have a goal of at least finishing one book per month. So that's another new thing I've established. Um, I picked up my... I picked up the Nintendo Switch from time to time, which is something I haven't done in a while. I, I've started exercising a little bit more. I, I was involved in mixed martial arts competition and all that for the longest time. I pulled out my boxing gloves and my target mitts, and Amanda and I went out to the driveway, and we just started doing mitt training. I just, I'm, I'm never bored. Uh, the next thing I want to do if I'm seriously running out of time uh, or running out of things to do is pick up another language. I really feel, and I've said this on multiple occasions, what we're going to see once this shit is over is a renaissance on so many levels. We're all cooped up in our freaking houses. Uh, think about the kid, the 13-year-old kid who, he didn't have a social life. He's in there strumming his guitar, writing songs. Why? Because he didn't have anything else to do. There's something creative He's that's going to brew. Yeah, well, maybe that too, but there's still some good creativity that can come from that. And if he gets good at the guitar, he'll have somebody strum his dick for him, Slim. <laughs> um, art. I think there's going to be a tremendous renaissance with art. I think there's going to be a lot of creativity within music across all genres. I think there's going to be a lot of cool books being written. I think there's going to be a lot of entrepreneurial ideas that are going to come and change the world. I mean, necessity is the mother of all invention. We need a lot of shit right now. So I think there's people out there that they're incubating and thinking of things to do. So... You know, I, I'd, I'd like to think I'd be one of them in some level. And once I figure that part out, you will all be the first to know. I feel gassed up. Slim, I know you're reading. How's that book coming? 
Once again, I told you that my friend gave me a book. I never said that I was going to open it, and I adhered to that. And that book is still sitting somewhere on my kitchen table. I haven't even taken it up to my room. Um, when I want to read, I, I turn on a, a foreign show and I, that in which I have to w- read uh, subtitles. Um, and even that makes my eyes sleepy, and I then change it to something else. <laughs> no, but uh, what's yeah? I mean, going back to what we talked about earlier, like I I did go on Twitch because of Remy and all that, and then I discovered that watching people virtually shoot other people in the face is my way of getting competition, and <laughs> and you know, and you know, people talking shit, and sometimes there's a hot girl playing the game. Um. You know, just that. Just, I, I like people. The only competition, because I can't even watch sports documentaries because they make me want to watch sports after. So, yeah, watching people shoot each other in the face well, Martin, Martin, Martin. Is, is pretty fun. All right, who else has discovered something? What's new? What's new in your world? What what, what kind of weird shit are you getting? Come on now, bring it to me. Slim had Slim. I, I admitted this last time, but Slim had me watching. Uh, what was that? No, it wasn't you. It was somebody else had me watching the, the Instagram live of the dude that makes everyone twerk on the videos. The what's his name? <laughs> that that was me. That was me. Corey Lane. Hey, uh, uh, yeah, I discovered that, guys. This is the kind of thing I've been. Doing. I've been getting much more lowbrow. All right. <laughs> Hey guys, so I just discovered I had to go pick up my daughter right now at 10. <laughs> so I'm going to have to. <laughs> I just got, I got like five messages right now. All no, right, get the fuck out of here, bro. Go pick up your daughter, you asshole. Adios, Ray. Every second counts. Good see you, brother. Later, Ray. Later. Oh, bye, Ray. Later, brother. Who the hell is she? I'm fine. Stay safe. Hey, brother, drive safe. For those of you that, because you guys are just listening right now, if you're going to listen to this later on, you, the video feed from him is so frantic and chaotic right now. This is absolutely perfect for what you just Yeah, did. it's it's the Blair Witch Project, like, in the head. <laughs> Waiting for a random body part to show up. <laughs> yeah. This is the Silmar version. It's not in Portland. <laughs> the Silmar Project. Shoulder to shoulder, guys. What have you What have you guys been doing? I know that uh, one of you is working from home mostly. One of you is going into work. But has there been any uh, any new developments besides the family developments? You've been teaching yourself how to be a carpenter, Christian. Uh, no. Well, I'm demolishing stuff, so kind of taking it down, but also trying to be aggression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just some shelving that I didn't think look nice and uh we have other shelving that I want to put up and um so kind of doing that prepping walls to, to paint but one of the things that I guess is more obscure um is I'm trying to teach myself and I've been somewhat successful of uh enterprise networking so I'm kind of making my house super secure uh from a cyber net situation so I figured that you know since more people are at home I feel like that crime is going to go up so I'm trying to make that as difficult as possible from wait were you the one that told me that zoom wasn't secure yes it was yeah so that was like i was like okay so this guy's on to something he's got he's got some cyber security on the mind yeah yeah google just dropped zoom because they felt that it wasn't secure either which i i thought was kind of nuts yeah so facebook too so 
I don't know, like, I feel like there's going to be less physical robberies and burglaries because everyone's home, kind of, right? So I think all these nefarious people are going to go into the dark web or Reddit and kind of figure out ways to kind of send people texts and, you know, try to... You're talking about the the Yahoo boys. Uh, Yeah, I guess so. Basically, Yahoo boys. Do you know about the Yahoo boys? Yeah. Tell tell the people about the Yahoo boys. Yeah. Uh, I don't know too much no, no, about that. Like, so I just I just discovered that like today. But I've been I've been into going down this rabbit hole. Sí, going down the rabbit hole. Sorry, I just muted you, Julio. Going down the going down the rabbit hole of uh, this podcast called Darknet Diaries. And it talks about international. Uh, Darknet Diaries. I love yeah. this. Keep going. Yeah, they, they they go down rabbit holes of like international um, organized crime via the dark web. Um, also, like reformed hackers and how now they're basically spies for the U.S. government um, to kind of correct their systems. So, you know, little simple things that can look like a simple email or wrong text from your friend can basically wormhole them into just getting all your stuff and being your bank accounts being gone. Right, so. Um, trying to shield myself against that, although the odds are super small, but it's one of the rabbit holes and things that I'm trying to get myself taught and be good at. Um, so I have that all kind of wired up. I'm teaching myself to create my own network cables too, so I can wire my own house. Nice. Stuff like that. This is all super rad. Geek. No, super this geek. is, this is, this is rad. And for people. what kind of lifestyle the Yahoo boys is living out there. Uh, it's a pretty exciting, a pretty exciting, crazy crime world uh, for yeah. you to dip your toes into during this dark time. Uh, what about you, Joseph Zacker? Are you, uh, between all the time you're doing with the family and the kids or anything, have you uh, caught up on any interesting reads, any interesting shows, anything that sort of came out of left field that you might not have found if not for the quarantine? Well, I took advantage of this whole MLS 25 thing and decided to just start digging out old like games like they're showing they're showing opening day, you know, and so I'm watching that. And of course, that went, hey, wait a minute. I was around back then. So I've been going into the garage and going into places and seeing what I've got from back in the day and just, just dig it out as we go. And as we do shows like this, I might pull out some stuff, you know, organizing scarves that I've haven't seen for a very long time finding jerseys that actually fit again since i lost all that weight so like i just watched a copa america 95 uh u.s jersey um that fits so i've been doing that i've been looking at the history of football from what i have and so i can start bringing that stuff out again for everybody to kind of do a trip down memory lane like i have the soccer america from opening day when when all the score he's on the front cover of it so weird stuff like that I, I love that, and I know Scarfy. You've been doing the Scarf Scarf Day. What is it? I mean, yeah, Scarf Scar- Scar- Day. Yeah, Josh was telling me about it. He and I were talking about it before. Um, Scarf of the Day. It's, yeah, tell me about what's what's up with Scarf of the Day. People have been loving this. Yeah, you know, I, I got to say, a lot of this credit goes back to Philly though, because he's been doing a lot of our social media over the past few weeks. Because I've been inundated with school and having to kind of switch everything over. But what we've what we've really wanted to do is to give people a distraction, right? Because that's, that's kind of why we're all here. That's what we're all doing right now. We want to give people a distraction. And so 
one weekend it was you know your your national team kits one weekend it was obscure team kits from all over the world i mean we got a ton of obviously barcelona's and chelsea's and real madrid's and chivas's but it was cool to see the fourth division you know norwegian league team that somebody put up the jersey for and it kind of helps us feel like this huge world is just getting a little smaller and a little smaller and and so you know obviously the the vein in which i'm most comfortable is is scarves and I said, okay, let's let's let everybody show us your scarves, whether it was LAFC, MLS, you know, worldwide. It didn't matter what the scarf was for. You know, we just wanted to see it. And we wanted to for people to have a reason to connect again with different things. And it's just been something that Philly's been really pushing for the last Kill few it. weeks and he's been really positive about. And it's been cool to see the the distractions that everybody has. How many dark corners of the internet have you traveled down to find really rare, interesting scarves? <laughs> or are you more like this in person? You try to find stuff that's 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 out there. Have you been like fixated ever to find like a certain scarf, and you had to like you know do some questionable shit and send some money? So to there's there's definitely one that I am in pursuit of right now, and when I get it, I'll be more than happy to share. But um, it is a it is a rare LAFC scarf, and I have been tracking one down for about a year and a half now and I'm still working on it. So yes, there have been a lot of Facebook groups that I would never have joined or been a part of and a lot of uh, discord conversations and, and things like that. But you know, it's fun. It's, it's, it's a little rabbit hole that if you would have told me three years ago, four years ago that I would have ever ventured (laughs) down, I would have thought you were crazy. And and I kind of wish I, I collected something a little bit smaller. Maybe I could be like the pin instead of the scarf, but you know what? That's not uh, that's not the road that I decided to go down. So, John, what what is the number one alcohol people you see buying more and more? What what is the, what is the booze of the quarantine? What is the booze of choice in quarantine? So, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, I get to see data not only from my store but from the region, but from the entire nation for the company. Uh, then you get Nielsen data that's shown to you from across the nation. So, I mean, I, I could speak to this on many levels, but I could say that. Deep dive uh, alert! Deep dive alert! <laughs> uh, across the nation, people are drinking more and people are drinking at a much lower dollar amount. Um, so the sales have trended towards things with high sugar contents and low price tags. So that seems to be what people are drinking. So, you know, the number one selling like vodka right now is Tito's, right? Something that has a really high level of sugar. I mean, boxed wine is seeing more sales in the last oh. month than it typically sees in an entire quarter. Um, so people have really gone towards um, their comfort items, right? They're, they're going back to things that are at the value end of the spectrum. Um, so much of drinking is about nostalgia. If we could just kind of tangent for a second, like when you, when you take a drink of something, the part of your brain that tells you whether or not you like what you're drinking is not the part of your brain that tells you, like when I smell this glass of scotch and I smell, oh, it's got notes of peat and wood and the alcohol's at a certain thing and acidity's here and bitterness here and texture is here. The part of your brain that analyzes flavor and structure is not connected to the part of your brain that tells you whether or not you like something. The part of your brain that determines whether or not you have a preference towards this beverage is the part of your brain that's most closely connected to your memory. So when I smell this and it reminds me of a person or a time or a place in which I was happy, then those are the things that I'm going to find most pleasurable and most comforting. So at a time like this, you really see people resorting back to the fond memories that they have of a beverage, as opposed to people exploring and trying new things like 
we might be going down that rabbit hole with videos or with a book or with learning a new instrument. When it comes to people's drinking, they've really receded into this corner of, of a very safe space. It's kind of like uh, the macaroni and cheese is what's selling at the moment. Uh, you know, we're not selling some obscure French cheese at the moment. I always thought Roddy Rich's song was about a different type of box, but now I realize he was just talk rapping about boxed wine, and that's oh. why the sales have gone up. He's just rapping about the box. I hear that. What's up, Slim? You want to say something, bro? That's right. You got to see nothing, Slim. Where's the dickhead in you at, right? Where's the dickhead and Slim at tonight? It's scholars only? <laughs> um, the obscurity, I, I'm at an all-time low, man. I'm, I'm, I'm being, being pretty prude at these times. Doing a little drinking. Uh, the most turned up I've got during these times is what you guys saw uh, during the dickhead hour last Saturday. Um, yeah, it, it, it was pretty shitty, but, uh, yeah, other than that, man, to be honest, even before this, I've been pretty, pretty, you know, I guess a little more antisocial these days. So when it happened, I was kind of like, okay, I've been practicing this since like the season ended last year. <laughs> I could do this for, for now. <laughs> Hey, Dwee, yeah. you seem like the the perfect person to discuss obscure rabbit holes of podcasts and <laughs> internet with and everything. So you must have a, have something in mind as you bring this up with all of us. Well, no, I mean, I have lots of things in mind. And there's plenty of like content I could point people towards uh, that is interesting. One thing I think is important, if, if we're going to go scholar real quick before I take a left turn, <laughs> is that, uh, you know, the conversation around China has like reached like an all-time low right now. And if you guys want to hear more intelligent voices talking about, if you're into geopolitics or you're into the future of mankind, um, the Seneca podcast that uh, uh, there's a podcast called Seneca, and my favorite writer Jia Young Fan about China. She writes for the New Yorker. Both of those are good, prudent voices to listen to right now. She just did a piece with The Daily last Friday about her experience, like, you know, in New York sort of being, like, heckled in the ways that, like, we're seeing starting to starting to crop up. But, like, keeping that conversation complex is where, like, my scholarly mind has been in addition to, like, all the writing that I've been... I've been doing, like, a crazy amount of writing, both personally and for projects. But... Um, no, what, so I was on this journey, right, like, going into all this of, like, discovering that I'm a hater, that I've, like, I realized that after all, I was, like, a, I've been a hater all along, you know, like, I'm just, like, a, like, an asshole, I just criticize people's music, and I can't play it, you know, and so I stopped cr critiquing music, and then, like, you know, I, I would just, like, I, I, like, reached thresholds with things, and Slim and Josh helped me realize how much of a hater I was, even Josh, my boy, I tried to have him on Instagram Live during Tea Time with Dweez to defend his playlist choices, and all I could do is end up hating on him most of the time, which I still feel bad about, Josh. And, and so I'm like on this, I'm on this journey and I'm like, you know, when I'm, my roommates are gathered around, I'll like do my best to like play them like Taylor Swift or like things I could, you know, never imagine myself playing just so that like I'm less of a, you know, an asshole. I'm thinking more about everybody else. But what sort of like dawned on me in all of this, and I've never really seriously thought about this until a friend asked me, he's like, hey, man, do you want a puppy? And I was like, a puppy? Like, I'm not a dog owner. I'm not ready to be a dog owner. What's going on? And then all of a sudden, I was just like, wait, maybe I am a puppy owner. Maybe I'm going to get a puppy. And so I've got a puppy. I'm doing a puppy uh, transaction. Some contraband is being moved 10 days from now, and I'm getting a dog. 
uh, something that something that was never in the cards. You know, I never thought I would get married. I'm married. I never thought I'd get a dog. I'm getting a dog. I don't know how I've been in LA for as long as I have because I'm used to just bouncing around the world or so I thought. And it's just a reminder that the stories we tell ourselves about ourselves are never quite complete. And it's always fun to surprise yourself, people. It's always fun to surprise yeah. yourself. I adopted a cat right when this whole thing started as well, too. So I have a new cat as well. I went down the same the same hole there as well, too. Yeah, and the and the pet rabbit hole is a whole other rabbit hole. We have a street cat here who uses like the human toilet, and my roommate had researched how to like teach a cat to use a human toilet so that there's not like the smell in the house and all of that. And Kitty Meow Meow is like taking over, and she'll like just be peeing or like shitting when you walk by sometimes, like just with the <laughs> door open, like looking at you, like getting pissed off. But you know this whole dog owner thing and how obsessed people are with their dogs. Like I know it's like it's like a rabbit hole that I can't even like fathom what it will look like to go down because I don't even want to know like what I should or shouldn't do otherwise like I'm just going to spontaneously combust and like disappear into the into the world because I get so overwhelmed with the information but um no like yeah there's there's so many cool things to, to discover on the internet and that's also been a huge surprise of mine because I discount the internet so much and I'm trying to participate more I'm trying to like look on I've, I've removed my 15 minute of Instagram and and Twitter a day combo and now it's like I can like explore on there a little bit watch some some obscure things so it's it's been good for me but um I've kept you guys like locked here like long enough tonight it's already been an hour uh before we close out maybe let's go around and just and just promote or talk about things you guys plan to do for what will become another month of quarantine and uh obviously what you guys are releasing on your podcast and what kind of stuff uh, people should be looking out for as um, they look to distract themselves from the quarantine. Yes, yeah, sure. I'll fire away. So uh, Shoulder to Shoulder recorded an episode with Timothy Nikloff um, from Adidas LA. So that should be dropping. We, um, well, I should say we, I finally got my technology figured out where uh, we could actually set up and do a pod. Obviously, all three of us um, at shoulder to shoulder are all, you know, quote unquote, essential workers. So we've all been working like crazy this whole time. So finding a way for us to kind of put that back together and figure out how to do pods again is something that took us, um, you know, really up until last week to do. So we released the pod that came out last week, which was uh, just the three of us, uh, a little quick on the COVID haha, um, show that came out last week, which was really just us kind of testing the mics. Um, and then we recorded with Timothy Nikloff. So that should be coming out later this week. Tease on that. Um, I know we're recording on Thursday again with a guest. And so um, our idea is to attempt to keep releasing content, but doing it in a little different manner than than we have done previously. So that's kind of the idea with the show um, is to still get together once a week and do so remotely, put together something that we can record, um, you know, shoot up to our sound engineer to clean up and, and be able to put out some content. So everyone who's, you know, doing yard work or whatever in their house can find something to to listen to in the meantime. So that's kind of what we've been up to. I mean, other than that, we're just, we're just working like a dog. And, you know, for me, I mean, taking live sports and live music away from me has really been a challenge. So I've been trying to find all kinds of obscure live music stuff to check out online as a way to kind of, you know, share some music that I love with other people. I know Philly and I were going back and forth on uh, obscure metal bands earlier this week, and I was turning was him on to some Symphony X and, uh, yeah. you know, he was checking out Symphony X. And I think Dweez, I was trying to get you to check out this, um, documentary that's out there right now it's on amazon prime uh it's about this norwegian pianist who decides to just spend four years of his life focusing on nothing but beethoven's five piano concertos which are 
you know, some of the most beautiful music on the planet and how this one amazing pianist just decided to spend, imagine a concert pianist spending four years of his life on just five pieces and, and how he came out of that with a different understanding of the music and, you know, really diving into a lot of obscure music that I wouldn't normally sit down and watch. And so, you know, yesterday, I think I spent like 45 minutes just watching some obscure Japanese trio perform Dvorak pieces. Um, and just, I love just stuff that I, I love this. I John's out. John is out. John is out obscuring me. I think I've just been out, obscured out of the room right now. <laughs> but uh, what, what about the rest? Of you? I mean, defenders. What are you guys? I know, you know you got the scarf. The scarf has taken over. The scarf is all over the internet. There's just scarves appearing everywhere. <laughs> exploding scarves. But what? Are, I mean, what are you guys recording? Like, what? What other stuff do you want to talk about that you're going to keep doing uh, as the quarantine goes on? Yeah, so we've got some exciting stuff happening behind the scenes. We're, the website will be launched shortly, which will be really nice. We've been working on that behind the scenes with, with someone who actually accosted us for the first time at a Carson away game when we were there. Um, we, we thought we were going to be in a lot of trouble, but he's like, dude, I know who you guys are. And we were, we were just walking around Carson. We're like, I, well, we don't even know who we are. What are you talking about? But um, it has since blossomed into a beautiful relationship and we're working on the website and on YouTube right now. So that's going to be kind of fun when that drops. But, uh, you know, in the meantime, Philly, you've been absolutely killing it on social media. I mean, I did put up the Scarf Today post, which, you know, is, is near and dear to my own heart. But Philly, in terms of social media and everything, you know, has been absolutely killing it on, on that end. So I'm going to let him finish off. I appreciate you saying that. I, that's been another uh, diversion of my, my normal day. I mean, we've never stopped recording. And I, and I think in certain cases, JR might hate me because I'm constantly go, 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 push, push, push. And I know in the back of his mind, he's like, this motherfucker just won't calm down. This is, this is why our relationships works, though, because we got it New York and L.A. working together. We're 92 episodes in. We're eight shy of 100. And I, I don't want to hit 100 during this fucking quarantine, but that's what it's looking like it's happening. I never thought we would record and, and preview E. MLS, in a way, it was kind of like, are we really going to do this? But yeah, it's I, I found a new enjoyment, some some new things. So like he was saying, we got a website coming up. We've got YouTube stuff coming up. Uh, a lot of good things in the pipeline. And we're eight episodes shy of hitting the century mark. We've I'm really happy about that. And the social media thing, it's it's been fun for me to dig into my closet and find something like a Hull City jersey. I bought this Hull City jersey before there was an, before LAFC and before Dio. Um, and we, we put those contests on there. Hey, post your jersey. Let's see which club has the most supporters. Hey, let's see which international team has the most supporters. Uh, Scarf had another fantastic one. I want to throw it back to him. Supporter Shield Sunday, I believe. Uh, it was yeah. Uh, Scarf today was was another thing, and as much it's it's fun for us to do this. Period. But I love seeing all the new things out there. We're going to keep coming out with new things every week. Uh, the very beginning of the quarantine, it was drinking contests, and that got to be too much. <laughs> and and Philly, Slim, I know you suffer from. Oh, I lost big time, Slim. You and I have had these conversations. I, the first couple weeks of quarantine, I, I had gout because of too many freaking days of drinking. And so I needed to res I needed to do other things in order to thank you for my paying my bills my with liver. that. By the way, I appreciate <laughs> you. Uh, please, everybody, 
Keep drinking. Just remember, we deliver, right? Um. No, he, he he does. And you know what? I want to shout him out because I, I haven't said this. Jonathan Jonathan, and I and, and, and JR, we, we have a beautiful friendship. And he hit me up last week. And he wanted to do something nice for my wife, which because she's, she's a nurse. Uh, and she's pretty cool, in my opinion. But he, he came by last week. It was last Wednesday with, with, with a crate of... Of alcohol. There were, there, there were the Corona Seltzers, which, by the way, we finished. They were pretty good, by the way. Um, a couple bottles of wine, which, by the way, we consumed one today. Uh, a bottle of bourbon that I haven't had before. Um, you made our Easter, bro. There were Cadbury cream eggs in there. I'm Greek Orthodox. My Easter is this Sunday. But we celebrated with Cadbury cream eggs. So, my man, you're, you're, you're an amazing dude. And I, I wanted to just let everybody know how cool you were. Thank you so much. And for the kind note... That's what's beautiful about our club and our community is, again, we can lean on each other. And I'm dumbfounded by the generosity of Jonathan, who I've only known for a short amount of time. I, I love you, buddy. I, I love Scarf. I, I love all you guys. And if anything, it just shows how tight-knit we all are during these darkest times. Anybody could be friends with anybody during the happy days. But those are BS relationships. You really find your relationships when you're in the trenches. That's why military people, when they come back from war together, I mean, they have that brotherhood, band of brothers. We're all within that brotherhood and that sisterhood because we came across something that's beautiful. And even in these times of desperation and chaos and all the other bullshit engulfing the world, we can still find ways of connecting and leaning on each other. And that's just what I find beautiful. Anyway, I've talked too fucking much. I'll shut the fuck up. Preach! Let this man preach! Keep going. Keep going. It's good. Zachary. <laughs> yes, Jonathan, you're, you're a great individual. I agree with that as well. Yo, Zachary. I got to follow that. Let me, oh, let me kick it All over right. the hard LC. What what are you guys you know been doing? I know you're both busy as hell. Are you, are you guys still recording? Are you going to keep recording during? Uh, the rest you know, we're taking a slight break from recording. It's coming up quick though, um, but it, it'll come up soon. I'm just it, it's it's pretty much again. It's a team. We're not going to do one without the other. So yeah, we're just going to do it together when it happens. You know, um, I think right now for us it's more about family stability, making sure they're okay. Um, and so that, that's been our focus in terms of the podcast. Yeah, it's going to take off again. We're going to do our thing. You're going to focus a lot more on, on community, finding information about how people can get help. That's where the shift is going to be. Yeah. I think we're going to get into EMLS a little bit more too. Um, I think for me, my rabbit hole situation is also dueling with rich every other night with FIFA. <laughs> so that's become an epic, <laughs> like, dude, it's, it's pretty intense between us two. So it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of where we're at. It's this chill thing of, of what are we going to do to help? How's it going to switch? Is everybody okay? And that that's kind of where we're at. So it's more of a family aspect now. That's where we're moving. I think we can all respect that. Uh, Josh Spice, do you want to talk a little bit about any anything coming up exciting in our world? Ryan, you can jump in too. Yeah, so we got, um, we've been doing a running tea time with Dweez on Friday on IG Live. And um, just recently started up uh, Dickhead, Dickheads with Dickhead Nights with Slim on Saturday night. And so we have your weekend cover, y'all. It's going to be a long weekend full of stuff. Um, please jump on, contribute on the IG Live. I think we'll probably put out, um, you know, posts on social before in the week to, like, just plug in any questions you guys might have and things we want to talk about. But honestly, I mean, you guys are, you guys are all on IG Live in, in, in some, some shape or form, but... It's actually pretty hilarious, man. Just like interacting with people, seeing the comments and the hearts go up while you're like actually talking through something. And um, lots of that coming 
through. So yeah, plenty. Uh, we should we should bring the drinking back. I feel like it was it was dormant for me at least for a week and a half here. So John, I'll be uh, I'll be I'll be frequenting your uh, your store pretty soon enough. Love you, boys. Thank you. Slimothy, you want to add anything? Uh, no. I mean, the only thing we probably have coming is is maybe we got to figure out what kind of uh, IG live Josh will be doing. We'll probably maybe a a midweek or a Sunday Q and A for for all the ladies that want to chime in and and slide <laughs> into his DMs. Um, we also got the playlists. There's a, we got some good uh, yeah, yeah, good yeah. Spotify playlists. We're gonna be continuing to feature like guest playlists. I know Ben Chi is gonna have one. Uh, next week, AC, shout out to AC, he had one. Benny Thrift's had one. Um, yeah, we got Edgar who's had one. So we're just going to keep keep doing, keep the music the music tied, tied over. Maybe we'll have to have a, a pod. Who is you would leave out my playlist, you fucker? Jesus, you named oh, every bad boy, one of plays of her I've already mentioned Josh's playlist. Yeah, it's probably the hate. It's probably the hater in me. Ryan Wallerson, why don't you uh, just close us out? Uh, I still have to work on my playlist. I'm looking forward to enjoying and hopping in where I can on the IG live, uh, continuing, uh, continuing to, you know, contribute on the editing front for FCFC. Obviously with the dearth of sports season passes at like a hundred percent halt, but that's why you guys are holding it down with all this primo content. That's going to keep me halfway sane. Uh, this has been another episode of, well, no, this has been the second episode of the LAFC, what, Mob Podcast? Mobcast? That's what we call this, right? Mobcast. The Mobcast. This is Mobcast, hey, Mobcast Chapter 2. Peace out from the starting 11. Everyone stay safe. Everyone keep your head up. We're going to outlast this nonsense. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters, you know? So stay up. Stay Fuck home. Yeah. Stay home. Stay safe. Thank you guys for coming on. And that's it. FCFC. FC, FC. FCFC. FC, FC. FCFC. FC, FC. FC, FC. FC, FC.